Hello, and welcome to the Leading in Times of Challenge podcast, produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. I'm your host, Mike Jefferson. Thank you for joining us as we talk with community leaders from across Greater Des Moines who share their greatest accomplishments and their biggest challenges. Now more than ever during these trying times of the COVID-19 pandemic, leadership remains crucial to the strength and resilience of our region. Let's hear from today's leader. Rowena Crosby joins us today. Uh, you may know her as Ro. She is the president of Tarot International. She has co-authored Your Invisible Toolbox, The Technological Ups and Interpersonal Downs of the Millennial Generation, and she serves on numerous boards, including the Executive Committee and Board of Directors for the Greater Des Moines Partnership. Uh, have I missed anything else? Uh, well, I serve on several other boards. I don't know that you need to go through them all. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, Ro, thank you, for, uh, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you, Mike. Let's talk about, I know I just mentioned, you know, some of the, the board stuff that you do, and obviously you being the president um, of Tarot. I want you to think about that and maybe some other roles that you've had in the past. And can you share uh, a time or two that you maybe faced some, some pretty intense challenges that you thought might be uh, impossible to overcome? Well, Tarot International is a corporate training company I founded in 1993, and we specialize in the development of interpersonal skills for our clients. So that's things like leadership development, presentation skills, sales training, that sort of thing. Our training is generally conducted in person, so you can imagine that this global pandemic has had a major disruption to our business. And as I reflect over the years on some of the challenges that we've had since being in business 27 years ago, every entrepreneur could probably regale with many, many awesome stories about all the things that have gone wrong. And as I reflected on that preparing for this call, I can think of times where access to capital was a big problem, uh, where travel disruptions, where weather made it very difficult to serve clients. Uh, where there was issues with integrity of clients or with employees that caused us to have to respond uh, to major disruptions in the business. And in all of those cases, the team members all came together as people tend to do in a crisis. What's so interesting with this particular crisis is we have never had a situation that has gone on for this long where one of the responses wasn't the ability to go out and serve our clients. And here we are in a situation where we're staying in touch with them and we're trying to do a little work through vir virtual methodology, but we just cannot operate the way business used to run. I actually work with, uh, in my, my role at the partnership, in addition to this, um, work with some of your staff members to help set up some of those events. And I know we actually um, just pulled one down. So definitely hoping that we can figure out different ways to help reach your, your clientele um, through these challenging times for sure. That's something we definitely have in common because a large part of the partnership's work is events. Right. And that's very much a large part of our work at Taro is in-person events. And that's a huge disruption to any of us in that line of work. Right. And speaking of that, so what are some of the things, I guess, now as we go through this pandemic, what are some of the things that you're doing to try to help keep morale up among your, your team members? Yes, that's, this is probably first an emotional experience before it is just a logical, what are we going to do? So taking care of the emotional health of people is important. I made a commitment that we are not going to disrupt anybody's employment. 
And so far, we haven't had to, and I think we're in pretty good shape for financing and with the efforts that the Small Business Administration is doing, we probably should be in a position to not disrupt anyone's employment. So that, that I think, gives everybody a good sense of confidence as well as a sense of some gratitude because not every business is in the position to be able to do that. Then practically speaking, many jobs have changed. You know, if you're in the business of doing production, for training workshops, for facilitating workshops, for booking workshops, for doing follow-ups for workshops, you don't actually have a job anymore. So what we're doing is daily staff meetings that are at least an hour long, and that's a very different way of our business operating, where we spend time both addressing where people are emotionally and reinventing job descriptions and figuring out what are those research and development projects that have been languishing in the back of our mind that we can resurrect and think creatively about the business during this time. And to add on to that point, um, you know, emotionally, you, you talk about emotion and the emotion of your team and, and helping support them as, you know, we kind of continue through this, this ordeal. Um, how do you personally do things as far as from, from a mental, mental health standpoint to, to keep yourself you know, kind of focused and ready to go because it takes a lot of strength and will to go out and lead teams, especially, I should say, it's a challenge to do it when times are good. And I know it's even more of a challenge when we're facing times like this. So what are some of the things that you do personally to kind of help shoulder some of that weight? You know, Mike, the experience that is informing my leadership on the emotional side actually hasn't come from any of the experiences that we've had from Tarot, but rather from something in my personal life. In 2016, my husband passed away suddenly and unexpectedly, and that threw me and my family and, and all of our friends into a process of grief and loss. And I remember vividly what each of those stages felt like and how uncertain everything was and what I got from other people to get through that and what the people around me that were closest to my husband needed. And as I listened to the experts on emotional and mental health, they're saying that this pandemic is actually more like grief than it is just stress and change and that people are going through an enormous amount of loss, their loss of their identity, loss of control, fear about uncertainty, not sure about safety and health, certainly worried about the economic impact that this is going to have. And so we're actually seeing those stages of grieving that are normally associated with death and dying happen in just our normal, ordinary lives. So when I reflect back on what was that like for me personally going through it and what did I need from others, that's what we're doing for our team members and for our clients, trying to give people as much control as, as we can in the decision-making about what's going to happen in the future, as well as just be compassionate about where people are. Some people are in various stages of denial, others are angry, others are depressed and sad, uh, others are in the bargaining. Uh, at moments, we end up in a little bit of that stage of acceptance and creativity. And instead of trying to talk people out of their emotions, just meet them where they are and show compassion and kindness. And together, we're going to get through this because we can't talk people into being mo motivated and positive when they're actually going through a process of grief and loss. 
as tough as of a pill that may be to swallow, that makes perfect sense what you're saying. And so to kind of wrap this up, I know you've had, again, we talked about some of the several, the several positions that you've had, whether on boards, committees, or professionally. Um, and for the sake of those listening out there, especially uh, people that may be coming into a leadership role for the, you know, for the first time, you know, you hear of, of CEOs going through, um, you know, crises and they've been on the job for two months now. Um, for those people out there that may be listening, what are some lessons that you've learned from these past experiences that you can uh, share directly with, with them to kind of help get them through COVID-19? Yes, there's a couple of things I would suggest to leaders, whether they're long-term leaders or new leaders. Uh, the first is what do you do in the immediate crisis? And certainly we need to pull together all of our resources and respond to what we're dealing with in real time. When we ask leaders to talk about when they were at their leadership best, most leaders talk about leading during a time of crisis or change. And I suspect in the years ahead when we ask leaders, when were you at your best, many of them are going to talk about the time they were leading in COVID-19. But the other thing for all of us to remember as leaders, there's the short-term immediate crisis, but then there's the medium and long-term. And leaders need to be thinking not just about what do I do in this moment, but how do I prepare people for what's going to follow, what comes after this, and the, the greatest leaders are going to be the ones that can lead not just for the quick short-term crisis management, but also for the long-term sustainability, both for the business and for the emotions of people. Ro, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your, uh, what I can assume to be a, a pretty hectic schedule at this time uh, for, for chatting with us today. Uh, any final thoughts before we, uh, before we wrap up? Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you, Mike, and I, I'd just like to say on behalf of all of the small business owners in our region, thank you to you for what you're doing, getting some of these resources out. Thank you to all of your colleagues at the partnership. We are seeing such exemplary uh, examples of leadership, and the partnership is right at the top of the list. So thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for listening to the Leading in Times of Challenge podcast produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. To listen to more stories of inspiration, please visit dsmpartnership.com.